You're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. Okay, let's read 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Are we ready? Okay, verse 1. The Bible says, Now concerning spiritual gifts. Now, remove the word gift. That was added to make us understand it better. The Bible says, Concerning the spiritual. That is actually what the original text says. Concerning the spiritual. So not only the gift of the spirit, concerning the things of the spirit. The Bible says, I would not have you ignorant. Oh. Tell your neighbor, don't be ignorant of spiritual things. Tell someone else. This is the spirit of God speaking through Apostle Paul that concerning the spiritual, don't be a novice. Why? For the next eight weeks, we are looking at the topic overcoming the forces of darkness. And we are going to look at it in different ways because of the next verse that we consider. Ephesians chapter 6, which every Christian ought to know. Ephesians 6. Ephesians 6, let's start from verse, uh, is it 10 or 12 now? Hallelujah. Finally, my brethren, be, no, verse 12, said be strong in the Lord. The reason why he said you should be strong is, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Mm. If you don't understand this one alone, you are going to make a lot of mistakes. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. The battles that we fight, they appear through flesh and blood. But we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Somebody is going to attempt to sack you. Somebody is going to attempt to make your business go down. Somebody is going to whisper in your marriage and create trouble. Somebody will always appear like an enemy. Somebody might want to assault you sexually. Somebody might want to attack you. Whether I'm robbery, attack, or whatsoever. The Bible says, if you cannot look beyond the flesh, miss the battle already. Are you following me? Alright. So the Bible says, we wrestle not. But, what do we fight against? Against principalities. <laughs> against powers. Against the rulers of darkness of this world. And against the spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. This is the goalkeeper, the defender, the midfielders, and the attackers of the devil. Satan's lineup, principalities, powers, rulers of darkness of this world, in you know, they are like that in hierarchy. Spiritual wickedness, or as some translations put it, wicked spirits in heavenly places. Who are these guys? This is where we might need to start from. But one more scripture before we take our seat. 2 Corinthians chapter 10. The, this one buttresses this. So this one we're about to read now supports the one we've just read now. So let's read. 
Second Corinthians chapter 10. Let's start from verse 2. But I beseech you that I may be okay. Let's start from 3. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh. These scriptures will be our foundation all through the journey we're about to embark on. We walk in the flesh. We wear shirt and tie. We use phones. We use stamp. We meet with people. We brainstorm. We do ourselves. We walk in the flesh, but we do not walk after the flesh. Otherwise, we miss it. Then he says, for the weapons of our warfare. So there is a warfare going on. That's what the Bible says where we read earlier. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. So we are wrestling against principalities, against powers. See why this is very important. There are two schools in the body of Christ. And they are both wrong because they are two extremes. There are those who see demons and demonic manifestation in everything. There is other school that is word of faith. Who will tell you that, they say, don't worry about that, that's not true. But the Bible didn't say, don't worry about it. Are you following me? So somebody can begin to teach wrongly on demonic stuff and make it look like demons are so powerful, we are helpless, every day you bind and lose. And somebody receives a revelation that no, this is not exactly correct. And it goes to the other extreme also that now, this is the statement I want to make from the beginning. You tend to interpret things based on how it's been for you. We will get to the point where I hope to prove to everybody demons don't attack everybody equally. Because the number of demons assigned to individuals are not the same. And the nature of those demons are not the same. And demons operating in territories are not the same. And when they are manifesting the person, the person tends to take the characteristics of the particular demon operating in him. So Jesus said in Mark chapter 16 verse 17, This sign shall follow them that believe. In my name, the first sign that he mentioned, they shall cast out demons. Why? Because... <laughs> Hallelujah. Is somebody with me? All right, you can have a seat now. Glory to God. So this is part one. Overcoming the forces of darkness. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to your name. Glory to your name. Hallelujah. If you are not from a particular background or type of background, if you have not gone through some particular things, for instance, a believer born into a Christian family, we praying father and mother, we have less demons to deal with. Your life is surrounded with light already. A person born into a courty family, where charms, incisions, and things have been taking place for years. Now, this is the point. People have not been told that when you are born again, it is true that everything has changed. But it has to be enforced. Are you getting what I'm saying? These are 
things that we will have to understand as we move along this journey. When you are born again, when you are people occupying a house and you buy the house, you go there to, sign it, to give them a check to buy the house. Now, the house legally is now yours. But it does not mean that the occupants will leave until you go get them out. Especially if they are not nice, if they are not law-abiding, if they are stubborn, you will need to go and let them know that there is a new landlord now and they are to move. To expect them to move. So some of the teachings of faith on demonology have given people an assumption that now that you are born again, everything changes automatically. The change has taken place in your spirit, but the change must be enforced. Did you get that? That is why teaching believers about recognizing the authority in Christ is very important. Because they will need to exercise the authority. If it is not exercised, it's as though you don't even, it's not different from somebody that does not have the authority. The reason why we are talking about this stuff, there are more demonic interferences beyond what people can comprehend. And we are going to get there because at the end of the message, I'm just giving you like the syllabus. What I hope to dwell on is this third stage, which is usually classed as the first stage of demonic interference. Now, make no mistake about it. All my life, I've been a word of faith teacher. So if you are listening to me, and this one of the guys talking about demon, hear me very well. The Bible teaches it, so we should talk about it. All right? Jesus dealt more with demons than any other case when he was on earth. So if you are deceived to say that, you see, they are already operating your life without you knowing. And we are going to examine the Bible to see how they can influence a Christian if a Christian allows them. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. Where we have a conclusion that a Christian cannot be demonically possessed, it is true. But people do not understand that there are other activities of Satan beyond possession. Possession is the final stage. Because once you are born again, and the Holy Spirit dwells in your woman's spirit, Satan cannot fully possess you. So a Christian cannot. So, but you have to define the meaning of possession. So it is possible that the anointing can be moving now. I prayed for Christian before, and the demon started talking through them. Does it mean they are possessed? No. But there is an oppression going on. He has occupied a part of them, but not their spirit, because the spirit is born again. So that somebody's manifesting under the power of God is not equal to demonic possession. We will explain all that later. But just get that from the beginning. Are you following me? Yes, Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It's a broad stuff, so it will take us weeks. But what I want to dwell on is in that first, first Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 10, 4, and later 5, bringing every thought into the obedience of Christ. I hope to show people how demons, because everything begins that way. Before obsession, there must be deception. And deceptions, they come in such a way that thoughts are sold into people's hearts. Now, this is why it's a long journey. So, I'm just, all I'm doing both first and second service is just to give you the syllable, just talk about what we want to talk about. So, I'm not going to talk about what we are talking about. I'm going to talk about what, you understand? I'm talking about what we are about to talk about. 
but not in details. So we start next week one after the other. Listen very well. You can become obsessed with a particular thing and it can lead to possession. If a Christian begins to walk, I remember a lady came to meet me some years, years back. She just come to this church. She wanted me to pray with her for her brother. The whole family put money together and this guy went abroad to study. The father actually sold some property to send him abroad to study. The white teacher called the father that they were not seeing the boy in class from morning till night. I'm not exaggerating. From morning till night. He will sit down on his bed and watch pornography 12 hours uninterrupted. And he stopped going to class. Now, when he was here in Nigeria, he was a member of a particular fellowship on campus. And he was doing very well as a Christian. What happened? Little by little. Now, demons will always require your will. Little by little, little by little, more and more, more and more, a little pornography, a little, a little, little, and then we are going to explain our addiction. And I hope to get to the issue of homosexuality. Anytime you see human beings, extreme anger or people manifesting something, it is true. There is like a syllabus. That there is a level that ordinary human beings cannot be wicked beyond. When you see some levels of wickedness, there must be... So all this story that we are talking about of a man wanted to destroy the entire Jews, it came as a thought, not that the demon appeared to him. Mordecai offended him and interpreted it to be something happened to Adolf Hitler also. It was a thought pattern that made him to vow and he killed two million Jews. And only to find out when he was between 15 and 20, his best friend was a Jew. What happened? The way something will happen to people and they will interpret matters. We will get to the point also, we look at family. How, do the how, do, how, do, how does it come into family? How do they come in? How does the devil come in? How do the demons come in? Into homes, into families. How do they sponsor a friend to come? Thoughts and words. I'm going to explain. When you break your protocols, your schedules, the dangers in veering off your normal routine, like it happened to David. And I'm going to look at all these things. How hundreds of thousands, how many people perish in Israel? And an angel of destruction came over Jerusalem. And we might attempt to define who that angel of destruction was from the Lord or from the devil. That David numbered the people and they got into trouble. Thoughts. And we hope to get to the point also how they get people to get offended in churches and write against churches. And there are people listening to me, probably on radio and radio. You, you, you don't really know that you're a member of a church until you have an opportunity to be offended and you are not. That's the truth. A loyalty that is not yet tested is not loyalty. Yes. People are in church when the going gets good. So people are like that, when everything is fine. Until one usher offends them. Until one nature they say something about them. Then they're out. We are going to get to what makes certain people very controversial. That's why I started with the fact the Bible says that we do not work. If you don't understand this, psychology can't help no man about this. They will cut the leaves and it will grow again. 
human intervention can never solve a problem caused by demonic interference. It might suppress it on the surface, but it can never solve it. Are you following me? Hallelujah. The country with the highest number of counselors in marriage, when people have problems in marriage in America, and it has the highest rate of divorce also. Is it my mistake? I have read books upon books upon those who are counseled. What happened now, two years after counseling? After therapy and the rest, they go, they go back and then they separate. You heard the owner of Amazon I just separated from his wife. It's not, these are, these are not things that man can handle. And in the last days, it will multiply. That's what I need to explain to you. We have to get to origin of all these things. What are demonic forces? Who are these guys? And maybe I should just stop here today. There are many schools, see, uh, the Bible said the sacred things, they belong to God. But the ones that are revealed, Deuteronomy 29, 29. So you get into error where you try to describe or teach in details what is partly revealed in the Bible. So when something is revealed partly, you stay with it partly. So that's why there are schools of the origin, on the origin of demons. Number one, there's a general belief that from what happened in Revelation chapter 12, when the dragon was thrown to the earth, and he drew one third of angels with him, that those angels, fallen angels, they, be, they, they are now the ones we call demons. Is that exactly correct? Maybe yes or no, partly. <laughs> hallelujah. But you see, <laughs> hallelujah. The term fallen angels, demons, many times they are used interchangeably. But at times they are not the same. There's another school, and this is why we get to a point also, I hope, where we explain why they are very, uh, why they are desperate to enter human body. Because something happened to them at the beginning. Now, we start this way. I hope you know, Adam was not the first person to be created. Probably was the first man, but not the first being. Um, okay, let's read Jeremiah chapter 4. I think from 26 or so. As I said, this thing is broad. We have to go. Jeremiah chapter 4. Yeah. Let's start from 24. Start. 23. 23. I beheld the prophets of old gradually a little flash, some, some flashes here and there, some sketches. God was showing them a bit of what happened at the beginning, but nobody had a full revelation. So, I beheld the earth, lo, it was without form and void, and the heavens, and they had no lights. Next verse. I beheld the mountain, lo, they trembled, and all the hills moved lightly. Next verse. I beheld, lo, there was no man, and all the belts of heaven were fled. Everybody say all the belts of heaven. When you study the Bible, you have to pay attention. Here, this one will tell you that it was not, this vanity was not what happened at the Noah's flood. 
So, next verse. I behold, Lord, the fruitful place was a wilderness. All the cities thereof were broken down at the presence of the Lord and by his fierce anger. He said, I behold, said there was no man. He said there, was no, there were no birds. In the time of Noah's flood, when the, mount, when the ark rests on Mount Arat, Arath, Noah sent out a dove and the dove came back. So that does not fit this description. Noah took seven animals of each species and brought them to the plane. Uh, to the, sorry, to the ship. So the animals were not completely destroyed. So this, could, this, this is not... Are you getting what I'm saying? So this is how to be a Bible student. You have to pay attention to scriptures. Now, Apostle Peter spoke about this. Let's read from Peter. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What did Jeremiah see here? Where is that part in Peter? I just remember now that, that said that the word that was then and the word after. Somebody let me check. We did that scripture now. Peter spoke about the word. If you're coming, I check word under Peter. Is that 1 Peter 3? Something also. 1 Peter 3. Let me check. I just remember now. It will be a good. Are you following me? Is somebody following me? Don't worry. So when you come to church, we have. The more you know, the more you're able to walk in the light. So, uh, you don't come and hear, you are blessed, amen, without understanding how it works. If you get it. Second, second Peter 3, 5. Okay, let's start from verse 5. Thank you. And the last time I saw something like 3. For this they willingly ignorant of, that by the word of God, the heavens of old, and the earth standing out of water and in the water, not the word, the heavens of old. Next verse. Where the word that was being overflowed with water perished. Next verse. But the heavens and the earth which are now by the same word are kept in soil, reserved unto fire. It said there was a word before. And it was destroyed by flood. Remember, Noah's world was not completely destroyed. Water only covered everything. If you remember where we read in Jeremiah, he said the mountains were gone. In the time of Noah, the mountains did not go. Water covered the mountain and the water dried and the mountain showed up again. But the one Jeremiah was talking about, the mountains were gone. Now, this is the truth of the matter. You begin to understand the tenses that God used in Genesis chapter 1. Let us create man. And when he created man, he said something to man. Replenish the earth. What does it mean of replenish? What has been plenished before? Replenish, not everything God told them. He said re, re, re. Because it was done before. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I, I said that for a reason. We are going to get to, why am I saying this? I want to see something about demonic spirits. But let's move on. Just hold it a little there. We'll come back there. If the time does, we just move second service. Let's go to Lucifer. Ezekiel 28. Is someone afraid? <laughs> Ezekiel 28. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. So one day they were praying, people were speaking against... Said, take authority over Satan and speak. 
And then the brother kept quiet. He said, all my life, see, recently, he said, has not, he has not been disturbing me, so let me not also disturb him. So when you talk talking now, he will mark him. <laughs> Whether you disturb the devil or you don't disturb him, because you are born again, you are hated by him already. And we are going to get to that. Why does he hate man so much? Simple answer. You are doing right now the ministry once entrusted to the devil. That's all. You will never be forgiven for getting born again. And who needs his forgiveness anyway? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Let's start from verse 14 where he's talking about the um, 13. Hallelujah. 12. Son of man, take up a lamentation upon the king of Tyros and say unto him, Thus saith the Lord God, thou sealest up the song, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. Next verse. Thou hast been in the Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was thy covering. The sardius, topaz, and diamond, and bell, and onyx, and the jasper. Wow, what a blessed guy. The workmanship of thy tibrets, of thy pipes, was prepared in thee, in the day that thou was created. Next verse. Thou art the anointed cherub that covereth. I have said this so. Thou was upon the only mountain of God. Thou walkest up and down in the midst of stones of fire. No angel would try this. Lucifer was so mighty that he was doing stone before God and all the angels were applauding. This walking upon stones, nobody could do it because that was coming directly from the throne of the Father. He was the only one who could get that close. And the Bible said that you were perfect in your beauty. What God used to create him, no angel had it. The only one with the ability to function as an archangel and as a cherub. There are five divisions of angels in heaven. Some will say four. We have what they call the cherubim and the seraphim. But some separate them. You have the living creatures. Revelation chapter 4, Ezekiel 1, full of eyes all over their body. You have the Archangel and Gabriel, the only two names given in the Bible about Archangel. Some have some other names now, but they are not in the Bible. Say <laughs> Uriel, I don't know. <laughs> but we stay with the Bible. Amen. If you don't want to get into error, just stay with the Bible. Then you have ordinary angels. And those ones, only, well, we don't know, those ones don't have wings. They cherubims, and they say they have wings. So we have those four classes and the authorities are not equal. Many of you don't know that there are places that some angels can't get to before the Father. There are ranks in heaven. Of course, Michael is a general. But there are angels that are not even mentioned who are strong angels. For instance, the Bible says, when Satan will be bound eventually and be thrown to bottomless pit, John said, and I saw a mighty angel from heaven. And he took Lucifer. The Lucifer that everybody was applauding, he just took him and he bound him and threw him. It was easy for the angel. What's the name of the angel? We don't know. Gabriel, no. Because the Bible records that when the dead body of Moses was about to be taken and Lucifer showed up, not even an archangel can rebuke Satan directly. He said, The Lord rebuke you, Satan. Because God does not joke with authority. Because in ranking before he fell, he was above them, so they can't undo him. 
Have you read that one in your Bible? James chapter, Jude chapter 1. Yes. Let's read. Let's read. Maybe we'll close with that. Is it, those people are looking. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you following me? Yes, Jude chapter 1. Jude 1. Hallelujah. I want to stop here. <laughs> Let's go to verse. Which verse is that? Talks about verse 9. Luke 1, uh, Jude 1, 9. Are you following me? So the reason why we are going to get to how Jesus dealt with them and what Jesus said to the church. That I give you power over serpent and scorpion. What I'm sure you will let you know the scope of your authority. You will appreciate the authority you have in Christ. Because no matter the name they come by, greater is it that is in us. Are you following me? So, the Bible says, yet Michael the archangel, when contending, this is powerful, when contending with the devil, it he disputed about the body of Moses, does not bring against him a really accusation of body. Said the Lord, Are you getting this? The Bible is saying that not even Archangel Michael, that when I came, why the Archangel Michael saw Lucifer, he wouldn't bring a charge against Satan. What he did was to call upon God. So he met Satan with his sword. Michael stood and he saw the, the one called the accuser of the brethren. When they saw face to face, Michael said, God, rebuke you. But other demons, he cleared them. Are you getting what I'm saying? When Daniel was fasting for 21 days, and an angel was coming with the answer, and the angel saw the priest of Persia. That is in the class of fourth class, where we read in Ephesians chapter 6, principalities, power, rulers of darkness, of wicked spirits in heavenly places. Those who don't visit the earth, the earth is too small for them. But they manipulate and orchestrate events from the realm of the spirit. So when the angel was coming with an answer from God, it was Gabriel that was coming. Prince of Pasha withstood him and there was a 21-day fight. No winner, no loser. And Michael brought out his GSM phone and called heaven. <laughs> said, Michael, I need your help here. And the Bible said Michael came and cleared the way. So Gabriel appeared to Daniel. He said, from the first day you pray, oh, heaven heard you and I was sent. He said, but the prince of Pasha stopped me for 21 days. He said, right now, I was able to pass because I left Michael fighting him. So when I go back, the battle continues. Where is the place of, oh, the painful thing about Daniel, that the prayer was stopped for 21 days because there was no revelation of the name of Jesus then. If Daniel has, <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. Oh, mm. this. <laughs> Listen to me. <laughs> Don't miss next Sunday. Don't miss if you can be around on Wednesday, be around. The next uh, four to eight weeks. Don't miss any Sunday. This is going to be explosive. I will start. We will take it up again. We understand. Can that happen to us right now? Yes. But what is the advantage? We look at it. Do prayers get trapped? We look at it. Do angels lose battles? What happens when good people die? A kind of premature death. What happens when the Christian woman trying to give birth and the baby and the mother? Situations like that, what are the issues? What happens when we join ourselves together and we are praying? Where is the place of praying together? How does it affect the spirits? What scatters them most? What do they see in the Christian and make them beg? We are looking at all these things. So much has been given to us by the Spirit of God, but we don't know. 
and we need to know. Are you following me? When we are through with this, it will change your prayer life. You will not pray a prayer that is demon conscious. No, you will pray the authority of Christ. But you will know what, why, why you are praying. It will help your prayer to be deeper. Then you begin to understand that prayer is beyond asking God, like, give me shell, give me treasure. That the atmosphere around our world is cleared as we pray. One saint can wield so much power and clear an environment. Get rid of, get, get demons of that environment. And this is the level that we are supposed to be operating. So this is the starting point. Is someone blessed this morning? I know I did not end anyway. Just we are still hanging. <laughs> Amen. We, we continue Lucifer, second service. Because I just want to read Isaiah 14 also. But let's, I want to obey time today, so let's stand. Glory to your name, Jesus. We bless your name. We worship you. <laughs> we adore your name. We give you all the glory. We give you all the glory. Oh, Rashkele Mondro Kushta Indro Kusta Libro Hustelez. Zekebra ish kolobondra kisto. La histolobushti. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. I remember it was about that should be like some few years back that a brother came to see me. He was doing fine. He was doing fine in his business. Then he got involved with one girl. He didn't want to tell me that I was already having sex with a girl. So when people are warned about certain things and they don't listen, they don't know what they get themselves into. We will get to the end of it where I will explain to you. If a person is delivered, if we don't shut every gate, because according to the Bible, when the evil spirit left the man, he came back. Anytime evil spirit leaves, they will come back. If you are healed by the power of the Holy Spirit of any infirmity, the infirmity will attempt to come back. Whatever God does for you after the miracle, kill what can bring that thing again. So Jesus healed one man and he said, Go sin no more, less something. That is what some people will meet. That Jesus said that to one man. He didn't say, Whatever you do does not affect. He said, Go sin no more, less something worse. A man can open door for the adversary and let them come in. They can begin to influence what you do. Demons fear Christians a lot, but they are very subtle in their operation. So it will be that if they are operating around the Christian, it is that Christian opening the door. Because they need your consent. So, but many times people do it unknowingly. They open the door and then they come in. Are you following me? There are compartments in your life. Sex with somebody gets impossible to the innermost being of yourself. And what is operating that person begins to this is why marriage is beyond romance. Going to eat snacks at Mr. Beast. And you got <laughs> it's deeper. The time has come that we begin to talk to 21st century about all these things. Because the knowledge of spirituality is very low among people right now. How can you want to bring somebody in your life without vetting all these things I'm saying? It is not the way some prophets are deceiving people around and saying that is it a spirit. No, it's not somebody a pastor will talk about and tell that that one is possessed. No, that's not what we are talking about. But do you understand the spiritual root of the person you want to get married to? Do you understand what is going on in the person? What level is the person spiritually? 
what are the battles going on in the person's life this is very important when you say this is my partner that we do things together we run things together what are you saying this is very very important are you following me glory to God we hope to explain spiritual husbands and all those things are those things real see the problem is this with the body of Christ I grew up in word of faith and I've always been more on the side of faith I too have joined them all these things forget about it and what made us say that one that the way we saw people being deceived by deliverance minister there is nothing like deliverance minister every Christian is a deliverance minister so we saw how prophets are able to bring this and all sorts of things and we noticed and you would have noticed those deliverances they don't hate they are forever those who pray for that and die since I know them they are still praying till now 30 years have come and gone their ancestral spirits have not died it is because the teaching is lacking even when a person is genuinely delivered and does not understand the truth of the word, the spirit can come back. I can tell you the truth. There are more than 60% of Christians across the world still being oppressed by the devil one way or the other. Either through one disease, one thing. I will show you later when we get there, extreme poverty. At times, it can be a demonic interference. Where some people just don't know why money does not stay in their hand. Now, people come and make all this and say, demon, yes. See, the, the part people don't understand is that there are two ways. Satan can attack directly or can attack through a thought pattern created in a person. So the thinking of a man can be wrong by default. And it always leads to errors upon errors. Erroneous decisions. That one, it is the word of God that will straighten the person out. When the anointing is present, the anointing can momentarily adjust the mind. But the adjustment will stay only when the person aligns himself with the word of God. Father, we bless your name. We thank you for your honor. We ask that you bless everyone. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for everybody on the sound of my voice. May you walk in greater grace. Say amen very well. Greater anointing. May you be more conscious of the presence of God in your life. May your eyes of understanding be open. May you give no place to the devil in your life. The Bible says, give no place to the devil. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you. We bless your name. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the teaching of Pastor Shola Oshumakinde. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Twin Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m. While our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.